Hello. Hi there. Hi. Uh, so it looks like the connection wasn't working there, so I just called you. So anyways, the reason I was looking up politics uh, on this uh, feature was because I wanted to uh, find somebody to talk about, or I wanted to do a reaction to Brett Kavanaugh being chosen as the Supreme Court Justice. Yes. Um, so, and you're probably just the person. Although, first of all, I should point out on on a side note about the abortion debate I was planning, apparently I got somebody else to do it because I haven't gotten a response from the original guy. So um, hopefully we can do it sometime this week, maybe if we're available. I could always do it another week too. Um, but I do have somebody who is interested. Just want to let you know that. Oh, um, yeah. Generally available on the weekend. Okay. Uh, on the weekend? Yeah. You're, on, you're available then? Yep. Okay, we can do that then too. Um, so, uh, but what I was going to ask you about, uh, so what, what are your thoughts on uh, Kavanaugh being chosen? So uh, he is a politically savvy choice. Uh, he has impeccable credentials. Uh, he is also reliably conservative, but not yeah. as extreme as people had feared. So you might hear rumblings of him being considered a, a moderate choice. Although I've seen some things in his record that are far from moderate. Yeah. Uh, what are some things in your, well, what are some things about your record? Like if any, about his record, because it sounds like you weren't as upset as, you know, because you, you, right after they announced that Kennedy was leading, you were like, uh, oh crap, Trump, Trump's going to get a radically conservative guy. What are some things about his record that, maybe you're optimistic about, maybe you don't like, but you might be optimistic about, if any. And uh, what are some things that uh, you have concerns with? So I, I haven't uh, been able to study his record in full. I've just been kind of monitoring the reaction on social media. Uh, and the there were like there was a fact sheet that kind of went around about his rulings uh, regarding abortion and uh, regulation of corporations. Also, uh, there, apparently there was a case involving uh, investigating the president, which is oddly convenient. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that was uh, a, a political spin on that post I saw or if that was an actual investigation that was... I think I actually heard about that. So <laughs> here, let me pull up what he said because might, that might be part of the reason why Trump chose him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because there's something about the impeachment thing, so, uh... Let me see if I can find it. Uh, he ruled to prevent a an immigrant... Da, 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 da. Star, da 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 da. I think he said something like lawsuits against the president were distracting and unnecessary, or something like that. 
and apparently yeah. trying to find what it said. And but apparently Trump looked at that because it was like in a newspaper op-ed that he wrote. Um, let me get to Twitter. Twitter. Here, Twitter search. So I'll look at Brett. Okay, Brett Kavanaugh. Well, apparently George Bush is praising it. Well, yeah, <laughs> he was his advisor. Yeah, but I mean, Bush and Trump don't get along, so that's that's a first. Yeah. So, are you worried about Roe v. Wade? Uh, if- yeah. I, I, at least uh, from what I've seen so far, he is not. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry. Continue. Well, yeah, he, he's not like super uh, one way or the other, but there, there's been some rulings that uh, I, I would say in, endanger women's access to abortion. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Here, let me. Oh, I just saw. Yes, I am. Hold on. What? Okay, let me just look it up real quick. Hold on. I'll be right back. All right. I'll be
All right, I'm back. All right. Try and pull up that tweet about what he said. Yeah, I heard a lot of conservatives weren't happy about it because most conservatives wanted Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, yeah, I did hear uh, the Democratic side say he was the best of the four choices. Yeah. Here's what he said. Um, uh, how is that it? Let's see. Let me. Brett Kavanaugh. Why Trump Twitter But yeah, he put okay, I can't find it, but it was something about Something about they wanted to, uh, hmm. uh, it was something about that he thought that the uh, the distract that they there were too many, there shouldn't be lawsuits, there shouldn't be distracting lawsuits against a president. Mm-hmm. And he said that after Bill Clinton. Because uh, he was a big part, he was a big advocate for Bill Clinton getting impeached. Hmm. And then he like kind of changed his view on the, you know, what are the grounds for impeachment? And so some people think that that's the reason Trump chose him. Um, are there like what other issues are you afraid might be in jeopardy aside from Roe versus Wade? Well, uh, labor rights is a big one. Um... I don't know the exact name of the case that was ruled on recently. I think it might have been Janice. Is it the uh, one with uh, the unions? Yeah. So, it, it, as I understand it, it, it limited unions' ability to collect dues. Yeah. Because if if they, your current labor contract was negotiated by the union, the thought was, okay, you owe the union some money for getting you benefits. Uh, but it sounds like the Supreme Court undid that precedent. Yeah, Kennedy. I think Kennedy voted for. It. They said that in the last couple of months, Kennedy like voted more conservatively. Yeah, that was interesting too. Um, <laughs> I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist, but uh, I did hear rumors about his resignation. Uh, Kennedy's. Yeah. Or his, reti- uh, his retirement, not his resignation. Uh, well. Retirement's the polite way to put it, <laughs> but yeah, if you if you have a lifetime appointment and you retire, I, I consider that a resignation. Yeah, and it, it's it's not consistent with his record, 
and uh, there's a rumor involving some money involving his son or something. And I would not be surprised if there was something going on behind the scenes. Yeah. So do you think this person is going to get confirmed by the Senate or is Trump going to have trouble doing that or too much trouble doing that? I should say like too much to a point where. So I'm I'm not used to Democrats showing any spine on anything. Uh, And this guy is probably not controversial enough to warrant a a total fit by the Democrats. Um, That's why this uh, move was politically savvy because just the fact that he appears moderate enough. Um, yeah, they're going to grease the wheels to get him through. Yeah, well, there's a rumor that uh, Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski won't vote for him because they're both pro-choice Republican senators, minus John McCain, because John McCain isn't there now. Technically, they only need 50 votes. I mean, they say you need 51, but they technically only need 50 senators because if it's a 50-50 tie, then Mike Pence can break the tie since he's the president of the Senate. Well, I mean, technically, if if Democrats decided to put up the fight, they, they would need 60 votes. Yeah. Uh, well, it was so really, yeah. it used to be 60 votes, but then I think it got changed. Oh, did that happen already? Yeah, that ha- what happened was during the Harry Reid's administration when when democrats had a supermajority in the senate they obama was afraid that too many conservative democrats were going to vote against his appointments for cabinet members and stuff like that so they changed it so that only had to be 51 votes i don't know about that um because first of all democrats never had a supermajority well they well what happened was well, they did in 2009 because what happened was uh, in 2009, they had originally they had 50 in 2008. They did really well in the Senate and they got 57 uh, senators. But then Bernie Sanders and Joe Lieberman, who were independent caucus with them, so that gave them 59. But then um, what's his name? Arlen Specter, the Republican moderate from Pennsylvania, switched parties to become a Democrat. So then that pushed them up to 60. Yeah. So it, it's, it's uh, when you say supermajority, I think two thirds. Yeah. I don't know if technical definition, um, but they were still guess, all people that were like caucusing with the Democrats. Yeah. So that means so they, they, the Republicans really, didn't filibuster at that time. Yeah. Cause Joe, Joe Lieberman was not on Democrat side for a number of issues. Uh, Cause I, a common argument at that time was, oh, Democrats had so much power. Why didn't they get everything done? Yeah. And it's like, well, they were conservative uh, Democrats, too. But they what happened was <laughs> uh, Harry Reid did get it. What he did was he got this thing called the nuclear option done. I remember that. Yeah, I, I didn't. I thought the nuclear option wasn't used. I thought it was just on the table. No, it was used. So now they only need, like, I mean, how do you think Trump got Betsy DeVos and all the other controversial cabinet members? And because probably because. He didn't need 60 senators to vote on that. I think Trump probably wouldn't have gotten anybody, especially with 51 Republicans and 49 Democrats. He wouldn't have gotten anything, anybody on his cabinet or he he would have had to have all moderates in his cabinet uh, unless uh, the nuclear option was created, which it was. So I I don't know if it was done that early. Um, Let me look it up. I know it was um, I think it was let me look up the nuclear option. Yeah, I'm looking it up now too. 
Yes, it's the nuclear option. Oh, it was done in uh oh, it was done in 2013. Okay, so they didn't have a super majority when it when it came out, but they did have a majority in the Senate. Okay. Um and Harry so the Senate Democrats used the nuclear option to eliminate the 60 vote rule on executive branch dominations and federal judicial appointments in uh April uh, 2017, uh, Senate Republicans used the nuclear option to eliminate the exception for the Supreme Court nominees after the nomination of Gorsuch failed to meet the requirements uh, of 60 votes right. for ending the debate. Okay. There you go. So it was Republicans who applied yeah. to... Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so that's what happened. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so now it's so now all they need is 51 votes to get him on the court. So now there, here's what happens. I think because McCain is not – he's currently uh, ill, unfortunately. I hope he gets better. But um, because he's not in the Senate, they only have 50 Republicans currently there. So um, – that means they have to get every single Republican, or they don't have to get every single Republican. Susan Collins said she wouldn't vote for somebody who was going to overturn Roe v. Wade or that she thought would overturn Roe v. Wade. Lisa Murkowski hasn't spoken on it, but some people think that she might vote against it because she is pro-choice. Uh, she is a pro-choice Republican. Um, aside from that, I mean, there, there is Jeff Flake, but Jeff Flake isn't. I think Jeff Flake is still staunchly pro-life, and this is kind of the type of pick that's, like, right up his alley because he's, like, kind of like a mainstream textbook Republican, sort of, Brett Kavanaugh. So, but let's say Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski vote against it, then that's only 48, so they don't have the votes to get there. So... Now they need to go to some of the red state Democrats. So Doug Jones, the senator who just won in Alabama, said he'd be willing to vote for Trump's nominee. He he didn't say he would or he wouldn't, but earlier today before they announced, he said he'd be willing to. Um, And they're also looking at um, uh, Joe Donnelly and Heidi Heitkamp and Joe Manchin because they all voted for Gorsuch and they're all in tough elections this year because they're in state because i believe trump won uh the state of uh of indiana by 19 percentage points joe donnelly the democrat is up this year for re-election in indiana and he's uh up against a fierce republican challenger in a state trump won by 19 percentage points where the vice president was governor um and then uh, Heidi Heitkamp is in a state Trump won by 36 percentage points. And Joe Donnelly, or not Joe Donnelly, um, uh, Joe Manchin is in a state that Trump won by 41 percentage points, where he won every single county. So those guys uh, are uh, expected to vote for Trump's nominee. I wasn't sure if they would because a lot of times when Democrats use a lot of scare tactics, or not really scare tactics, but when they try and make a big deal about something, um, 
like for example when there was like the help they were trying to repeal Obamacare like they made a big deal about that and because of that um Joe Manchin and a bunch of the moderate Democrats ended up voting with them to stop Obamacare from being repealed and they also voted against the tax cut so I was thinking maybe if they make a big deal about oh you're going to lose your abortion rights maybe all the moderate Democrats would vote with them but since like you said Trump got a not really that controversial enough guy i really don't know if that's going to be the case yeah i'm not holding my breath for democrats to uh stand up for this and honestly even if they did uh i can't imagine that trump would nominate someone more moderate in his place if Democrats blocked this guy so is brett kavanaugh the type of person you could see overturning roe v wade I, th- I do think it's possible that given some of his previous abortion uh, rulings, he does not seem to rule based on the idea that the right access to an abortion is absolute. Um, yeah. So it's hard to say. I mean, I know that he is, um, I think they did say he is pretty staunchly Catholic, um, mm-hmm. which a lot of people were concerned about with uh, Amy Barrett. A lot of Democrats thought that because she was staunchly Catholic, if she were nominated for the Supreme Court, she'd just like overturn Roe v. Wade like that. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, beyond the abortion aspect of Roe v. Wade, there's also the privacy right uh, issue. Um, yeah. That, that they said that abortion in itself wasn't necessarily right, but it was implied by the the they took the Bill of Rights together as a whole to imply that people have a right to individual privacy. Um, And that has implications in other areas. I haven't looked at those necessarily, but um, important to keep in mind if we're we're talking about undoing previous decades of judicial activism, as it's called. Yeah. So... um... I think, uh, what's your biggest concern about the nominee that he got? Because I know you, you said he's not that controversial, but what, what, what would you say is probably your biggest concern about him? I, I, again, labor rights, uh, the fact that he favors corporations. Uh, I, I think the right wing has been busy undoing the power of unions in this country to uh, enable big business to take in more profiteering and, and limit uh, wages and benefits for average workers. Um, and that's been the trend over the last 30, 40 years, and it will only accelerate if we get more rulings like Janus. Mm. Um, okay, so I'm trying to think of what... Let me look at some of the Twitter reactions real quick. Go to Google and look up Twitter, and then I can you can tell me what you agree with and you disagree with, or we can look at some of the reactions. Sure. Okay. Okay. So, uh, uh, Bernie Sanders says if Brett Kavanaugh is confirmed to the Supreme Court, it will have a profoundly negative rights uh, negative effect on workers' rights, women's rights, and voting rights for decades to come. We must do everything we can to stop this nomination. Uh, Brett Cav- or Gavin Newsom says, Brett Kavanaugh will do nothing but side with Trump- Trump's dangerous, bigoted agenda. He believes assault weapons are unconstitutional, or b- he believes 
assault weapon bans are unconstitutional, would discriminate or would dismantle the uh, the ACA, would rip, rip, would rip away a woman's right to choose and threaten LGBT and voting rights. He would be a disaster for our country. Steve Scalise says Judge uh, Brett Kavanaugh would be an excellent Supreme Court justice. There is no question that he is incredibly qualified and deserving of sitting on our nation's highest court. I urge the Senate to swiftly confirm him. And then uh, this guy named Daniel Bostick says we should be praying for Brett Kavanaugh and his family. They are about to witness firsthand violence at the wrath of the radicalized left hashtag SCOTUS pick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 wow. Okay. And then Kyle Griffin said, oh, no, and, well, let me try and find. Okay, so then Brian Kastenstein says, if you aren't angry yet, get angry. Brett Kavanaugh has in the past suggested enhancing the president's power in order to block criminal and civil actions against him slash her. This is Trump's dream, dream in capitalized letters, nominee, not for America, but for staying out of prison. Democrats need to fight this. Yeah, yeah, that, that could be one reason to hold up his nomination. <laughs> yeah, and uh, then, yeah. And then uh, Virgil Le- Leftist says, um, although I'm a leftist, I must confess that I have known Brett Kavanaugh for many years, and I missed, and I must admit he's a huge piece of bleep who <laughs> bleeping sucks and should go, okay, never mind. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to go there. Uh, never mind. <laughs> David yeah. Limbaugh says, did I just watch a clip of Joe Scarborough suggesting that Trump picked Brett Kavanaugh because he is a white man? What a self-inducing or self-indicting, disgusting utterance. And then President Trump himself tweets, tonight it was my honor and privilege to nominate Judge Brett Kavanaugh to the United States Supreme Court. Hashtag SCOTUS. Uh, I wish you got a more libertarian-ish person because then we'd get more civil liberties. But um, let's see. Uh, or let's see. Uh, uh, Newt Gingrich says, Brett, Donald Trump has once again chosen and uh, he says chosen and superb nominee. That's not good grammar. It should say a superb nominee, not and superb nominee. For Supreme Court, Brett Kavanaugh is a smart, driven, is smart, driven, and will bring a year's worth of experience to SCOTUS or to hashtag SCOTUS. Elizabeth Warren says Brett Kavanaugh's record as a judge and lawyer is clear, hostile to health care for workers, opposed to the CFPB and corporate accountability, thinks President Trump. Uh, thinks presidents like Trump are above the law, and conservatives are confident that he will, would overturn Roe v. Wade. I'm voting no, or I'll be voting no. So yeah, the the uh, C CFPB, but the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, I think is how that. Acronym. Yeah. Uh, that that's the other side of um, having a court that would rule against corporate re- regulations, is that you you would have uh, fewer consumer protections. So uh, could have these uh, really obscure fine print policies that end up costing people a lot of money 
and there'd be no one in the government to say, hey, that's too sneaky. Yeah. And then uh, Chris Murphy says, the senator from Connecticut says, Brett Kavanaugh is a true Second Amendment radical. He believes assault weapon bans are unconstitutional, a position way out of the judicial mainstream, far to the right of even late Justice Scalia. And free, <laughs> free, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Free bo- oh, sorry, what? I, I was going to say maybe. It depends on what issue he's talking about. Yeah. Free Bahara says uh, he was the U.S. attorney here in my state of New York. He says, Brett Kavanaugh is a nice guy. So is Merrick Garland, the chief justice on Kavanaugh's court. Um, uh, the Democratic Party official Twitter says the White House sent out three testimonials in support of Trump's nominee for the Supreme Court, Brett Kavanaugh. The, uh, the, uh, the testimonial list includes 34 names, three, 34 men, zero women. Yeah, that's, that's to be par for the course for this administration. And then uh, Stephen Colbert says... The senator once called Brett Kavanaugh the Forrest Gump of Republican politics. When I, when I think makes Merrick uh, Garland the castaway of <laughs> Democratic politics. Let me try and find another one. Well, I got to say, Supreme Court decisions are like a box of chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> and then Anthony Scaramucci says, I didn't like how Republicans treated Judge Merrick Garland, and I think it would be a mistake for Democrats to blindly obstruct on Judge Brett Kavanaugh. Both are extremely talented jurists and thoughtful scholars. SCOTUS should not be subject to partisan games. <laughs> uh, when your guy's in power, yeah. Yeah. And then Angela, who I guess is a Republican, put out this tweet that said, Senators up for re-election 2018. Donnelly, Heitkamp. McCaskill, Manchin, Tester, and he, they put the numbers to them because they're all in states that Trump won by big margins. Mm-hmm. So they're like trying to get them to call them up. I guess they said that tonight they're actually like deploying ads in North Dakota and Alabama and Montana and all where there are like where there are Democrats and red states or red state Democrats. They're like releasing ads tonight. Uh, like saying, oh, you know, the Trump just picked a great Supreme Court justice and or, and uh, radicals like Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi want to shut him down. Call your senator and tell them vote for the Supreme Court guy. Or in this case, Brett Kavanaugh. They probably won't say Brett Kavanaugh because he got announced tonight. Yeah, so th- th- this is a consequence of that Citizens United ruling where there's unlimited money in politics now and we don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's uh, a lot of, um, I, I don't want to say power because it's uh, it's more like a megaphone, I guess, in terms of the speech that's being used and what it's being paid for. Uh, but it's significant influence being wielded behind the scenes. Um and it, I, I do think it's a threat to democracy or uh, at least self-rule. Yeah. Uh, Kaz Weida says, I'm not thrilled by Brett Kavanaugh, given his comments that a sitting president should not be indicted. But let's not be uh, partisan. I promise to give Trump's SCOTUS pick the same treatment that Obama received when he nominated Merrick Garland. I hope you'll join me. <laughs> 
Let's see what else. And Coulter says, clever. Dems should either vote yes on Kavanaugh or name three clearly better candidates whom a Republican president might realistically have nominated. That's actually fair. That's something I never <laughs> thought I would say about Ann Coulter. Yeah, I know, right? Do, 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 do. Let me see. The NAACP says, the, NAA, the hashtag NAACP knows Brett Kavanaugh very well. We opposed his nomination to D.C. Circuit. His tenure on the bench was exactly like we predicted. He is a strong and consistent vote for the wealthy and powerful. He must not be elevated to SCOTUS. Hashtag save SCOTUS. Hashtag SCOTUS pick. Yep. Uh, Adam Best says, It's not like Brett Kavanaugh is another Gorsuch or anything. Sure, they are both far-right white male judges in their 50s that went to Georgetown Prep and were nominated under sketchy circumstances, but that's where the similarities stop. Hmm. That's a lot of similarity. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's supposed to be sarcasm. Oh, oh I see. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Let me see. I'm trying to find another person from the other side of the aisle. Okay, I'll get the official GOP account. Uh, quote, the framers of established that the Constitution is designated to secure the blessings of liberty, Justice Kennedy devoted his career to securing liberty. I'm deeply honored to be nominated to fill the seat on the Supreme Court. Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. And that was tweeted out by uh, uh, by the GOP. Interesting. And then um, Josh Jordan says, me about me an hour ago, I have no idea who Brett Kavanaugh is. Me now. If you take a look at the right, closer look at the writings from uh, Kavanaugh, you can see that he closely follows with the Constitution in a way uh, that the founders might find both refreshing and responsible. But so many, but many question marks remain. Yeah. Yeah, I was just reading an article in the New York Times that's saying there's so much you don't know about him. <laughs> yeah. Ro Khanna, I'm trying to think. Hmm. I feel like I've heard the name Ro Khanna before, but okay. Yes, I follow him on Facebook. He is a Silicon Valley representative. Ah, okay. Was he, did he have like some political? Oh, was he a congressman? I feel like he was he a congressman. He is a congressman, yeah. Oh, he is? Okay. That makes sense. Brett Kavanaugh refused to rule the ACA was unconstitutional. Even worse, he wrote an opinion saying the presidents can decline to enforce the laws that are unconstitutional, even if the courts disagree. A dangerous pick for the Supreme Court. So, out of the four people, uh, who do you think was the worst choice? That short list. So I, I, I'll confess, I have not been following this very closely because uh, I, I was not like I was so worried that Trump was going to pick a bad person that I just didn't want to think about it too much. Yeah. What's at stake? Well, first of all, what's your thoughts on Neil Gorsuch and what he's done so far? Uh, he, he's a slime ball. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't. I haven't read a word of his that uh, swayed me 
uh, or made me think that, oh, there's a, a person behind there. Um, he, a partisan hack, I think, is probably the phrase. Yeah. That he did vote against Trump, though, on uh, the immigration thing, because Trump wanted to make it easier to deport immigrants, and he said that that was too vague. Or Gorsuch said that that was too vague, and so we ended up striking down that ruling. Well, that's good to know about. I hadn't heard about that one. Um, yeah. Yeah, saying something is too vague uh, would be consistent probably with his strict constructionist background. Yeah. What's at stake with Brett Kavanaugh's nomination to SCOTUS? Here's all you need to know. And that's from Human Rights Campaign. And they say they have a picture that says, We demand a justice for all. Brett Kavanaugh would be a threat to LGBTQ equality. Uh, women's rights or r- women's reproductive health uh, or women's reproductive rights, affordable health care. And then Eric Allen Hatch says, who would make a better Supreme Co- Court justice? Uh, like for Brett Kavanaugh, retweet for the cursed videotape in Ringu that kills everyone who views it. Uh, with its horrifying contents within seven days. And more, and like three, you know, 79 people liked it and 257 retweeted it. Meaning 257 more people would prefer the video, the cursed videotape in Ringu that kills everyone who views its horrifying contents within seven days. I, I think that's who I, how I would feel about any Trump nominee. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, it's like, like for the Trump nominee, retweet for Shrek. <laughs> um, so let me see what else. Um, so do you think that he's going to get confirmed or no? Um, I, I would put the probability of his confirmation at 80%. Yeah. Well, have any, I, I was wondering this today. Have any of the people that are on Trump's cabinet, or that have been con- or that have been nominated, have any of them been struck down by the Senate? Because I know some have been have dropped out, but I don't think any have been like voted, voted down the- by the Senate. Yeah, I mean that, that's pretty common in politics these days because of how saturated the media landscape is. Uh, rather than wait for the formal process to take place and the negative coverage associated with that. You'll do things like preemptively withdraw rather than wait for all that to happen. Yeah. Um. So, is there anything else you uh, you have to did you want to say about this, or? Uh, I think I had a chance to get everything in there. Um, All right. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to get your reaction to it or get somebody's reaction to it. But uh, thanks for joining me, and uh, yeah. Anytime, you're welcome. Oh, bye. See you around. See ya. Hello. Hey there. Hi. Uh, so it looks like the connection wasn't working there, so I just called you. So anyways, the reason I was looking up politics uh, on this uh, feature was because I wanted to uh, find somebody to talk about, or I wanted to do a reaction to Brett Kavanaugh being chosen as the Supreme Court Justice. Yes. Um, so, and you're probably just the person. Although, first of all, I should point out on 
on a side note about the abortion debate I was planning, apparently I got somebody else to do it because I haven't gotten a response from the original guy. So um, hopefully we can do it sometime this week. Maybe if we're available, I could always do it another week too. Um, but I do have somebody who is interested. So I want to let you know that. Oh, um, yeah. Generally available on the weekend. Okay. Uh, on the weekend? Yeah. You're, on, you're available then? Yep. Okay, we can do that then too. Um, so, uh, but what I was going to ask you about, uh, so what, what are your thoughts on uh, Kavanaugh being chosen? So uh, he is a politically savvy choice. Uh, he has impeccable credentials. Uh, he is also reliably conservative, but not yeah. as extreme as people had feared. So you might hear rumblings of him being considered a, a moderate choice. Although I've seen some things in his record that are far from moderate. Yeah. Uh, what are some things in your, well, what are some things about your record? Like if any about his record, cause it sounds like you weren't as upset as, you know, cause you, you, right after they announced that Kennedy was leading, you were like, uh, Oh crap. Trump, Trump's going to get a radically conservative guy. What are some things about his record that, maybe you're optimistic about, maybe you don't like, but you might be optimistic about, if any. And uh, what are some things that uh, you have concerns with? So I, I haven't uh, been able to study his record in full. I've just been kind of monitoring the reaction on social media. Uh, and the there were like there was a fact sheet that kind of went around about his rulings uh, regarding abortion and uh, regulation of corporations. Also, uh, there, apparently there was a case involving uh, investigating the president, which is oddly convenient. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that was uh, a, a political spin on that post I saw or if that was an actual investigation that was... I think I actually heard about that. So <laughs> here, let me pull up what he said because might, that might be part of the reason why Trump chose him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because there's something about the impeachment thing, so, uh, let me see if I can find it, uh, he ruled to prevent a, an immigrant, da, 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 da. Um, star, da, 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 da. I think he said something like lawsuits against the president were distracting and unnecessary or something like that. And apparently... Yeah trying to find what it said and but apparently trump looked at that because it's like in a newspaper op-ed that he wrote um let me get to twitter twitter here twitter search so i'll look at brett okay brett cavanaugh 
apparently George Bush is praising it. Well, yeah, <laughs> he was his advisor. Yeah, but I mean, Bush and Trump don't get along, so that's that's a first. Yeah. So, are you worried about Roe v. Wade? Uh, yeah. At least uh, from what I've seen so far, he is not... Yeah, hold on. Sorry, continue. Well, yeah, he's not, like, super uh, one way or the other, but there's been some rulings that uh, I I would say endanger women's access to abortion. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Here, let me... Oh, I just saw... Yes, I am! Hold on! What? Okay, let me just look it up real quick. Hold on. I'll be right back. All right. I'll be right back.
All right, I'm back. All right. All right, so. Let me try and pull up that tweet about what he said. Yeah, I heard a lot of conservatives weren't happy about it because most conservatives wanted Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, yeah, I did hear uh, the Democratic side say he was the best of the four choices. Yeah. Here's what he said. Um, uh, how is that it? Let's see. Brett Kavanaugh my Trump Yeah, he put, okay, I can't find it, but it was something about, uh, it was something about they wanted to, uh, Something about that he thought that the uh, the distract that they there were too many there shouldn't be lawsuits there shouldn't be distracting lawsuits against a president mm-hmm. and he said that after Bill Clinton because uh, he was a big part he was a big advocate for Bill Clinton getting impeached mm. and then he like kind of changed his view on the you know what are the grounds for impeachment and so some people think that that's the reason Trump chose him. Um, are there like what other issues are you afraid might be in jeopardy aside from Roe versus Wade? Well, uh, labor rights is a big one. Um, I don't know the exact name of the case that was ruled on recently. I think it might have been Janice. Is it the uh, one with uh, the unions? Yeah. So, it, it, as I understand it, it, it limited unions' ability to collect dues. Yeah. Because if if your current labor contract was negotiated by the union, the thought was, okay, you owe the union some money for getting you benefits. Uh, but it sounds like the Supreme Court undid that precedent. Uh, yeah, Kennedy, I think Kennedy voted for it. They said that in the last couple of months, Kennedy like voted more conservatively. Yeah, that was interesting too. Um, <laughs> I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist, but uh, I did hear rumors about his resignation. Uh, Kennedy's, yeah, or his, reti- his retirement, not his resignation. Uh, well, retirement's the polite way to put it. <laughs> but yeah, if you if you have a lifetime appointment and you retire, I, I consider that a resignation. Yeah, and it's it's not consistent with his record. 
and uh, there's a rumor involving some money involving his son or something. And I would not be surprised if there was something going on behind the scenes. Yeah. So do you think this person is going to get confirmed by the Senate or is Trump going to have trouble doing that or too much trouble doing that? I should say like too much to a point where. So I'm I'm not used to Democrats showing any spine on anything. Uh, And this guy is probably not controversial enough to warrant a a total fit by the Democrats. Um, That's why this uh, move was politically savvy because just the fact that he appears moderate enough. Um, yeah, they're going to grease the wheels to get him through. Yeah, well, there's a rumor that uh, Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski won't vote for him because they're both pro-choice Republican senators, minus John McCain, because John McCain isn't there now. Technically, they only need 50 votes. I mean, they say you need 51, but they technically only need 50 senators because if it's a 50-50 tie, then Mike Pence can break the tie since he's the president of the Senate. Well, I mean, technically, if if Democrats decided to put up a fight, they, they would need 60 votes. Yeah. Uh, well, it, was, so it yeah. used to be 60 votes, but then I think it got changed. Oh, did that happen already? Yeah, that ha- what happened was during the Harry Reid's administration when when democrats had a supermajority in the senate they obama was afraid that too many conservative democrats were going to vote against his appointments for cabinet members and stuff like that so they changed it so that only had to be 51 votes i don't know about that um because first of all democrats never had a supermajority well they well what happened was well, they did in 2009 because what happened was uh, in 2009, they had originally they had 50 in 2008. They did really well in the Senate and they got 57 uh, senators. But then Bernie Sanders and Joe Lieberman, who were independent caucus with them, so that gave them 59. But then um, what's his name? Arlen Specter, the Republican moderate from Pennsylvania, switched parties to become a Democrat, so then that pushed them up to 60. Yeah, so it, it's, it's uh, when you say supermajority, I think two-thirds. Yeah. I don't know if technical definition. Um, but they were still guess, all people that were, like, caucusing with the Democrats. Yeah. So that means so they, the Republicans couldn't really, filibuster at that time. Yeah, because Joe, Joe Lieberman was not on Democrat side for a number of issues, because uh, I a common argument at that time was, oh, Democrats had so much power. Why didn't they get everything done? Yeah. And it's like, well, they were conservative uh, Democrats too, but they, what happened was <laughs> uh, Harry Reid did get it. What he did was he got this thing called the nuclear option done. I remember that. Yeah. I, I didn't, I thought the nuclear option wasn't used. I thought it was just on the table. No, it but... was used. So now they only need, like, I mean, how do you think Trump got Betsy DeVos and all the other controversial cabinet members and because probably because he didn't need 60 senators to vote on that. I think Trump probably wouldn't have gotten anybody, especially with 51 Republicans and 49 Democrats. He wouldn't have gotten anything, anybody on his cabinet or he he would have had to have all moderates in his cabinet uh, unless uh, the nuclear option was created, which it was. So I I don't know if it was done that early. Let me look it up. I know it was, um, I think it was, let me look up the nuclear option. Yeah, I'm looking it up now, too. 
Yes, is the nuclear option. Oh, it was done in uh oh, it was done in 2013. Okay, so they didn't have a super majority when it when it came out, but they did have a majority in the Senate. Okay. Um and Harry so the Senate Democrats used the nuclear option to eliminate the 60 vote rule on executive branch dominations and federal judicial appointments in uh April uh, 2017, uh, Senate Republicans used the nuclear option to eliminate the exception for the Supreme Court nominees after the nomination of Gorsuch failed to meet the requirements uh, of 60 votes right. for ending the debate. Okay. There you go. So it was Republicans who applied yeah. to... Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so that's what happened. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so now it's so now all they need is 51 votes to get him on the court. So now there, here's what happens. I think because McCain is not – he's currently uh, ill, unfortunately. I hope he gets better. But um, because he's not in the Senate, they only have 50 Republicans currently there. So um, – that means they have to get every single Republican, or they don't have to get every single Republican. Susan Collins said she wouldn't vote for somebody who was going to overturn Roe v. Wade or that she thought would overturn Roe v. Wade. Lisa Murkowski hasn't spoken on it, but some people think that she might vote against it because she is pro-choice. Uh, she is a pro-choice Republican. Um, aside from that, I mean, there, there is Jeff Flake, but Jeff Flake isn't. I think Jeff Flake is still staunchly pro-life, and this is kind of the type of pick that's, like, right up his alley because he's, like, kind of like a mainstream textbook Republican, sort of, Brett Kavanaugh. So, but let's say Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski vote against it, then that's only 48, so they don't have the votes to get there. So... Now they need to go to some of the red state Democrats. So Doug Jones, the senator who just won in Alabama, said he'd be willing to vote for Trump's nominee. He he didn't say he would or he wouldn't, but earlier today before they announced, he said he'd be willing to. Um, And they're also looking at um, uh, Joe Donnelly and Heidi Heitkamp and Joe Manchin because they all voted for Gorsuch and they're all in tough elections this year because they're in state because i believe trump won uh the state of uh of indiana by 19 percentage points joe donnelly the democrat is up this year for re-election in indiana and he's uh up against a fierce republican challenger in a state trump won by 19 percentage points where the vice president was governor um and then uh, Heidi Heitkamp is in a state Trump won by 36 percentage points. And Joe Donnelly, or not Joe Donnelly, um, uh, Joe Manchin is in a state that Trump won by 41 percentage points, where he won every single county. So those guys uh, are uh, expected to vote for Trump's nominee. I wasn't sure if they would because a lot of times when Democrats use a lot of scare tactics, or not really scare tactics, but when they try and make a big deal about something, um, like 
for example, when there was like the help, they were trying to repeal Obamacare. Like they made a big deal about that, and because of that, um, Joe Manchin and a bunch of the moderate Democrats ended up voting with them to stop Obamacare from being repealed, and they also voted against the tax cut. So I was thinking maybe if they make a big deal about, oh, you're going to lose your abortion rights, maybe all the moderate Democrats would vote with them. But since, like you said, Trump got a not really that controversial enough guy, I really don't know if that's going to be the case. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath for Democrats to uh, stand up for this. And honestly, even if they did, uh, I can't imagine that Trump would nominate someone more moderate in his place if Democrats blocked this guy. So is Brett Kavanaugh the type of person you could see overturning Roe v. Wade? I, th- I do think it's possible, but given some of his previous abortion uh, rulings, he does not seem to rule based on the idea that the, the right access to an abortion is absolute. Um, yeah. So it's hard to say. I mean, I know that he is, um, I think they did say he is pretty staunchly Catholic, um, mm-hmm. which a lot of people were concerned about with uh, Amy Barrett. A lot of Democrats thought that because she was staunchly Catholic, if she were nominated for the Supreme Court, she'd just like overturn Roe v. Wade like that. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, beyond the abortion aspect of Roe v. Wade, there's also the privacy right uh, issue. Uh, yeah. That, that They said that abortion in itself wasn't necessarily right, but it was implied by the the they took the Bill of Rights together as a whole to imply that people have a right to individual privacy. Um, and that has implications in other areas. I haven't looked at those necessarily, but um, yeah. it's important to keep in mind if we're, we're talking about undoing previous decades of judicial activism, as it's called. Yeah. So... Um... I think, uh, what's your biggest concern about the nominee that he got? Because I know you, you said he's not that controversial, but what, what, what would you say is probably your biggest concern about him? I, I, again, labor rights, uh, the fact that he favors corporations. Uh, I, I think the right wing has been busy undoing the power of unions in this country to uh, enable big business to take in more profiteering and, and limit uh, wages and benefits for average workers. Um, and that's been the trend over the last 30, 40 years, and it will only accelerate if we get more rulings like Janus. Mm. Um, okay, so I'm trying to think of what... Let me look at some of the Twitter reactions real quick. Go to Google and look up Twitter, and then I can you can tell me what you agree with and you disagree with, or we can look at some of the reactions. Sure. Okay. Okay. So, uh, uh, Bernie Sanders says if Brett Kavanaugh is confirmed to the Supreme Court, it will have a profoundly negative rights uh, negative effect on workers' rights, women's rights, and voting rights for decades to come. We must. Do everything we can to stop this nomination. Uh, Brett Cav- or Gavin Newsom says Brett Kavanaugh will do nothing but side with Trump- Trump's dangerous bigoted agenda. He believes assault weapons are unconstitutional, or b- he believes 
assault weapon bans are unconstitutional, would discriminate or would dismantle the uh, the ACA, would rip, rip, would rip away a woman's right to choose and threaten LGBT and voting rights. He would be a disaster for our country. Steve Scalise says Judge uh, Brett Kavanaugh would be an excellent Supreme Court justice. There is no question that he is incredibly qualified and deserving of sitting on our nation's highest court. I urge the Senate to swiftly confirm him. And then uh, this guy named Daniel Bostick says we should be praying for Brett Kavanaugh and his family. They are about to witness firsthand violence at the wrath of the radicalized left. Hashtag SCOTUS pick. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 wow. Okay. And then Kyle Griffin said, oh, no, and, well, let me try and find. Okay. So then Brian Kastenstein says, if you aren't angry yet, get angry. Brett Kavanaugh has in the past suggested enhancing the president's power in order to block criminal and civil actions against him slash her. This is Trump's dream, dream in capitalized letters, nominee, not for America, but for staying out of prison. Democrats need to fight this. Yeah, yeah, that that could be one reason to hold up his nomination. (laughs) Yeah, and then, yeah. And then uh, Virgil Leftist says, um, Although I'm a leftist, I must confess that I have known Brett Kavanaugh for many years, and I missed, and I must admit he's a huge piece of bleep who bleeping sucks and should go. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to go there. Never mind. <laughs> David Limbaugh says, did I just watch a clip of Joe Scarborough suggesting that Trump picked Brett Kavanaugh because he is a white man? What a self-inducing or self-indicting, disgusting utterance. And then President Trump himself tweets, Tonight, it was my honor and privilege to nominate Judge Brett Kavanaugh to the United States Supreme Court. Hashtag SCOTUS. Uh, I wish you got a more libertarian-ish person because then we'd get more civil liberties. But um, let's see... uh, or let's see, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, Newt Gingrich says, Brett, Donald Trump has once again chosen, and uh, he says, chosen and superb nominee. That's not good grammar. It should say a superb nominee, not and superb nominee for Supreme Court. Brett Kavanaugh is a smart, driven, is smart, driven, and will bring a uh, year's worth of experience to SCOTUS or to hashtag SCOTUS. Elizabeth Warren says, Brett Kavanaugh's record as a judge and lawyer is clear. Hostile to healthcare for workers, opposed to the CFPB and corporate accountability. Thinks President Trump, uh, thinks presidents like Trump are above the law, and conservatives are confident that he will, would overturn Roe v. Wade. I'm voting no, or I'll be voting no. So yeah, the, the uh, C, CFPB, but the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, I think is how that acronym. Yeah. Uh, that, that's the other side of um, having a court that would rule against corporate re- regulations is that you, you would have uh, fewer consumer protections. So uh, could have these uh, really obscure fine print policies that end up costing people a lot of money 
and there'd be no one in the government to say, hey, that's too sneaky. Yeah. And then uh, Chris Murphy says, the senator from Connecticut says, Brett Kavanaugh is a true Second Amendment radical. He believes assault weapon bans are unconstitutional, a position way out of the judicial mainstream, far to the right of even late Justice Scalia. And free, <laughs> free, I don't know about that. Yeah. Free bo- oh, sorry, what? I, I was going to say maybe. It depends on what issue he's talking about. Yeah. Free Bahara says uh, he was the U.S. attorney here in my state of New York. He says, Brett Kavanaugh is a nice guy. So is Merrick Garland, the chief justice on Kavanaugh's court. Um, uh, the Democratic Party official Twitter says the White House sent out three testimonials in support of Trump's nominee for the Supreme Court, Brett Kavanaugh, the uh the uh, the testimonial list includes thirty four names three thirty four men zero women. Yeah, that's that's to be par for the course for this administration. And then uh, Stephen Colbert says, the senator once called Brett Kavanaugh the Forrest Gump of Republican politics. When I when I think makes Merrick uh, Garland the castaway of <laughs> Democratic politics. Let me try and find another one. Well, I gotta say, Supreme Court decisions are like a box of chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> and then Anthony Scaramucci says, I didn't like how Republicans treated Judge Merrick Garland, and I think it would be a mistake for Democrats to blindly obstruct on Judge Brett Kavanaugh. Both are extremely talented jurists and thoughtful scholars. SCOTUS should not be subject to partisan games. Uh, when your guy's in power yeah Yeah. and then Angela who I guess is a Republican put out this tweet that said Senators up for re-election 2018 Donnelly, Heitkamp McCaskill, Manchin, Tester and they put the numbers to them because they're all in states that Trump won by big margins Mm -hmm. so they're like trying to get them to call them up I guess they said that tonight they're actually like the playing ads in North Dakota and Alabama and Montana and all where there are like where there are Democrats and red states or red state Democrats. They're like releasing ads tonight, uh, like saying, oh, you know, the Trump just picked a great Supreme Court justice and or and uh Radicals like Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi want to shut him down. Call your senator and tell them vote for the Supreme Court guy. Or in this case, Brett Kavanaugh. They probably won't say Brett Kavanaugh because he got announced tonight. Yeah, so this is a consequence of that Citizens United ruling where there's unlimited money in politics now and we don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. Uh, It's uh, a lot of... um, I don't want to say power because it's it's more like a megaphone, I guess, in terms of the speech that's being used and what it's being paid for. Uh, but it's significant influence being wielded behind the scenes. Um, and it, I, I do think it's a threat to democracy or uh, at least self-rule. Yeah. Uh, Kaz Weida says, I'm not thrilled by Brett Kavanaugh, given his comments that a sitting president should not be indicted. But let's not be uh, partisan. I promise to give Trump's SCOTUS pick the same treatment that Obama received when he nominated Merrick Garland. I hope you'll join me. (laughs) 
Let's see what else. And Coulter says, clever. Dems should either vote yes on Kavanaugh or name three clearly better candidates whom a Republican president might realistically have nominated. That's actually fair. That's something I never <laughs> thought I would say about Ann Coulter. Yeah, I know, right? Do, 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 do. Let me see. The NAACP says, the, NAA, the hashtag NAACP knows Brett Kavanaugh very well. We opposed his nomination to D.C. Circuit. His tenure on the bench was exactly like we predicted. He is a strong and consistent vote for the wealthy and powerful. He must not be elevated to SCOTUS. Hashtag save SCOTUS. Hashtag SCOTUS pick. Yep. Uh, Adam Best says, It's not like Brett Kavanaugh is another Gorsuch or anything. Sure, they are both far-right white male judges in their 50s that went to Georgetown Prep and were nominated under sketchy circumstances, but that's where the similarities stop. Hmm. That's a lot of similarity. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's supposed to be sarcasm. Oh, oh I see. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Let me see. Da, 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 da. I'm trying to find another person from the other side of the aisle. Okay, I'll get the official GOP account. Uh, quote, the framers of established that the Constitution is designated to secure the blessings of liberty, Justice Kennedy devoted his career to securing liberty. I'm deeply honored to be nominated to fill the seat on the Supreme Court. Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh. And that was tweeted out by uh, uh, by the GOP. Interesting. And then um, Josh Jordan says, me about me an hour ago. I have no idea who Brett Kavanaugh is. Me now. If you take a look at the right, closer look at the writings from uh, Kavanaugh, you can see that he closely follows with the Constitution in a way uh, that the founders might find both refreshing and responsible. But so many, but many question marks remain. Yeah. Yeah, I was just reading an article in the New York Times that's saying there's so much you don't know about him. <laughs> yeah. Ro Khanna, I'm trying to think. Hmm. I feel like I've heard the name Ro Khanna before, but okay. Yes, I follow him on Facebook. He is a Silicon Valley representative. Ah, uh, okay. Was he, did he have like some political? Oh, was he a congressman? I feel like he was he a congressman. Is. He is a congressman, yeah. Oh, he is? Okay. That makes sense. Brett Kavanaugh refused to rule the ACA was unconstitutional. Even worse, he wrote an opinion saying the presidents can decline to enforce laws that are unconstitutional, even if the courts disagree. A dangerous pick for the Supreme Court. So, out of the four people, uh, who do you think was the worst choice? That uh, shortlist. So I, I, I'll confess, I have not been following this very closely because uh, I, I was not like I was so worried that Trump was going to pick a bad person that I just didn't want to think about it too much. Yeah. What's at stake? Well, first of all, what's your thoughts on Neil Gorsuch and what he's done so far? Uh, he, he's a slime ball. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't. I haven't read a word of his that uh, swayed me. 
uh, or made me think that, oh, there's a, a person behind there. Um, he, a partisan hack, I think, is probably the phrase. Yeah. That he did vote against Trump, though, on uh, the immigration thing, because Trump wanted to make it easier to deport immigrants, and he said that that was too vague. Or Gorsuch said that that was too vague, and so we ended up striking down that ruling. Well, that's good to know about. I hadn't heard about that one. Um, yeah. Yeah, saying something is too vague uh, would be consistent probably with his strict constructionist background. Yeah. What's at stake with Brett Kavanaugh's nomination to SCOTUS? Here's all you need to know. And that's from Human Rights Campaign. And they say they have a picture that says, We demand a justice for all. Brett Kavanaugh would be a threat to LGBTQ equality. Uh, women's rights or r- women's reproductive health uh, or women's reproductive rights, affordable health care. And then Eric Allen Hatch says, who would make a better Supreme Co- Court justice? Uh, like for Brett Kavanaugh, retweet for the cursed videotape in Ringu that kills everyone who views it. Uh, with its horrifying contents within seven days and more and like three, you know, 79 people liked it and 257 retweeted it. Meaning 257 more people would prefer the video, the cursed videotape in Ringu that kills everyone who views its horrifying contents within seven days. I I think that's who I, how I would feel about any Trump nominee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, it's like, like for the Trump nominee, retweet for Shrek. <laughs> um, so let me see what else. Um, so do you think that he's going to get confirmed or no? Um, I, I would put the probability of his confirmation at 80%. Yeah. Well, have any, I, I was wondering this today. Have any of the people that are on Trump's cabinet, or that have been con- or that have been nominated, have any of them been struck down by the Senate? Because I know some have been have dropped out, but I don't think any have been like voted down voted by the Senate. Yeah, I mean that, that's pretty common in politics these days because of how saturated the media landscape is. Uh, rather than wait for the formal process to take place and the negative coverage associated with that. You'll do things like preemptively withdraw rather than wait for all that to happen. Yeah. Um. So, is there anything else you uh, you have to did you want to say about this or? Uh, I think I had a chance to get everything in there. Um, all right. But yeah. Well, I just wanted to get your reaction to it or get somebody's reaction to it. But uh, thanks for joining me, and uh, yeah. Anytime, you're welcome. Oh, great. See you around. See ya.